Hey, back at you. And this is part two of this uh, two-part podcast that we've done based on a presentation my client Jake Penny did for our Facebook group. Presentation was called How to Connect with Local Accredited Investors. And Jake has an amazing process where he's able to get local accredited investors and sophisticated investors to come out to events that he puts on about once a month and where he educates them about the big benefits of being the bank and gets them on board, starts that relationship, and eventually converts a number of them to the tune of $5 million and counting so far into actually investing with him in his deals. So on the first video, if you haven't checked it out, it's all about kind of the the process of putting on one of these events, why to put them on, uh, who to focus on, where to find these people, how to get the word out, the logistical side of things. Today, we're going to take a deeper look at what do you do at this presentation? What are you going to teach these people? What are you going to show them? What does that presentation look like? So he's going to do a zip through what his presentation's like, and hopefully you'll get inspiration for yourself for actually making a move and doing this in your local market. So enjoy, take notes, and more important, implement. There are millions of real estate investors out there, and most are stuck with just a couple of properties. They want financial freedom, but their small portfolio ends up costing them more in time, effort, and money than it's worth. Getting out of the rat race seems harder than ever. This show will help you do more deals, better deals, and bigger deals. Finally, you'll be able to reach your income and lifestyle goals. How? By attracting and leveraging private money partners and their capital. Now get ready to raise more money because here's your host, Dave Dubow. Jake's going to do right now, you guys, is kind of really just zip through the different slides he's got in his presentation. He's definitely not going to teach us to us all because this is like a right. an hour long presentation by itself. Yeah. But just to give you the idea of, of what the slideshow looks yeah. like. Yeah. So in the beginning, I, I talked about who we are, what we do, how this is for you. We switched that up to be... Um, hey, this is for you if you're a busy professional. This is for you if you're looking into real, look into get into real estate, but you don't want to deal with tenants, toilets, or termites. Hey, this is for you if you want are tired of the ups and downs and the volatility and the unpredictableness of the stock market. Uh, and then again, we go through who we are, what we do, a um, little bit about us, and then we go through the whole be, becoming the bank presentation. Why we love single family. Um, obviously, cash flow, demand, you know, hedge against inflation. Uh, tax benefits. Uh, you, you know, obviously, most of us here know the benefits of investing in real estate, but we want to tell other people. Um, and then also telling people again, you know, how we can cut out the middleman, giving them that that illustration of how the bank moves their money behind closed doors. Um, you know, that investing into your 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 bank, they're only giving you you know point zero 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 to like two percent depending on if you're in a, a cd or not and then again you already saw this picture of how the money flows inside and out of a bank uh your hard-earned dollars so showing these people you know all the returns that the bank is getting when they're only earning a fraction of percent uh and then again you know the bank makes 400 to 1300 percent on every single dollar that you put into the bank um we go over what's private lending what's private money why we like it as investors of course it's quick financing there's no there's no uh, mortgage contingencies um a lot of 
you know, banks will not lend on property that's not livable in condition. And then we go through the whole private lending process. We find the property. We come to you with an opportunity. We get the security instruments in place that secure their investment. We acquire the property, do the renovation, sell it. And then the, pro the property, uh, the, their principal and interest gets paid back. We go over the, the lending benefits of, you know, why they should invest into private lending deals or, you know, and again, it's not, it's not for totally us, it's to provide value to these people so that they can go out and do it on their own with somebody they may already know that they just never had that conversation. The um, investing out of HELOCs and retirement accounts, we go through that and then the elephants in the room uh, and that being like, hey, how will I get my money back? Ponzi schemes, cooking the books, um, avoiding mistakes, everything of that nature that a not, uh, not so seasoned operator may uh, may not be proficient in. They may not be an awesome, they may be a first time real estate investor. So we go over things of that nature and then challenges because um, we want to be fully transparent. We don't want to we don't want to sugarcoat anything. We're going to tell these people all the flaws of investing, what could happen if an investment goes bad, but also how they're protected if an investment does go bad. Um, how you protect it again in, in the US, um, we give people promissory notes or recorded mortgage. We put them on hazard insurance. As a uh, loss payee, we get them. We put them on title insurance. We get them a lenders in, uh, a lenders insurance policy as well. Uh, we do assignment of rents, confession of judgment, guarantee and suretyship, and a declaration of non owner occupant. These are all the security instruments that protect them against their uh, any fraud or if a deal would go sideways or if we weren't to pay them their their money back. They pretty much go to the courthouse. And we have we we've signed all of our rights over for them to take the property back under certain stances, right? So they can't just be like, hey, you know, I'm taking the property back today just because I feel like it. Well, we 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 paid you your monthly interest. We were on time. Um, you can and, and the the term hasn't ballooned yet. So they can't just all that's spelled out in those agreements. And then we go over our experience, um, what our approach is, and um yeah, peace of mind, how we find deals, how we're sourcing for deals. We say a lot, we say um, no to a lot of uh, a lot of deals. So we're making sure they fit our specific criteria that we're not just buying properties on the whim just because, you know, we want to. We go over our minimum net profit. We go over what we're what uh, percentage of, of ARV, aftermarket repair value um, that we're buying at with the purchase price and renovation built in. And then we go over real deal, deal examples um, of previous pro, uh, properties that we've done um, and why we love those deals as well. And the returns that you know we may have gotten on those deals for us personally. You know, example deal breakdown of what a pr investor could earn, you know, what they'll see in their current market. And then again, you, you don't want to go through a bunch of deal examples because it's time consuming um and it really the people are investing in you not necessarily like the you know what you're doing they'll invest because they like like you and trust you um 
every deal that we have, you know, that we we go after, it's usually you know forty percent equity cushion. So we talk about how that works to their advantage. Um, returns on investments for we go over you know typical return on investments for private lenders. Um, how the how the typical term structure looks like. Um, you know that it, you may have been in this business for a long time, so. They don't have to pay for the legal fees and the doc preps because you already had your your attorneys build those contracts for you. So it's more you have your attorneys plug and play. So it's not like you're you're spending thousands of dollars every time to get legal docs made. Your attorney made them for you once. They're good. They're updated. Obviously, if something legal wise changes in the the region that you're uh, practicing a real estate in and investing. So they don't have to, you know, take on that cost burden uh, because most people that invest are used to paying fees or some type of cost to be able to invest in any type of product. So you tell them, hey, we're covering all your fees pretty much. Uh, there's no cost to you. Your return is your return and that's it. Uh, we go over how private lending versus traditional savings um, is way better. Like private lending is way better. Uh, it's your money sitting in the bank. It's not really, it's secure, but it's not secure. Um, it's only secure up to $250,000. And then if the bank were ever to fail, uh, they have 99 years to pay you back. So likely you're not going to pay, get paid back. And by the way, they only have about $80 trillion, I think, or 80, it's some ridiculous number uh, that the Federal Reserve actually has. Uh, they're only funded about, I think it was like, 12% of what they actually need in case like a, a, a huge economic collapse happened. So 90% of the people are not getting their money anyway, because they don't have the funds to do it. So being secure in an asset that actually has true value, not a paper, paper asset, fiat currency, I think is more secure than having your money in the bank. And plus it makes more money anyway. So we go over that. Um, becoming the bank, bank versus you know, traditional investing, you don't have to worry about any, you know, political reasons. Something that happens over internationally, overseas, um, a post on social media, uh, a virus that comes along. So, and so again, again, Jake, we're just kind of talk about the slides, not not yeah. take people through step by step, but they get the gist. Yeah, yeah awesome. And then we go over how um, joining our investor club. This right here uh, is obviously if we already know that they're a a credit investor, right? Because this is hey, joining our investor club. Well, if you're not an accredited investor, we can't pitch you um, right off the gate. So that's something you should do. If you know they're definitely accredited, you know, you can talk more about specifics. And then next steps, we go over, hey, book a consultation call. Um, and then questions and answers, and then how we can schedule consulting. And that's pretty much, this is more like the the, the webinar style on the, the at the end of the the slides but that's, that's awesome, pretty man. much it and you know you can slice and dice that different ways uh if it's an in-person or a um a, a webinar and again you don't always have to do the be the bank webinar you can always switch it up you know just to just to build that list because the bigger your list is the more money you're gonna more money you're gonna raise so again, just recapping, you're, you got started with this about four or five years ago. I got off to a good start. COVID kind of came in and squashed things for a while. You went on to, to Zoom, but your experience has been live and in person is much better.
keep the events small four to 10 people is kind of the sweet spot you like to shoot for. Um, you like to have, if possible, one or two friendly faces in the group that you already know so that you can get that, get the shy people kind of interacting a little bit more. Yeah. And you're marketing this all sorts of different ways. And you're sending out every couple of months, you're sending out postcards to a, a select group of professionals that you really want to focus on. You've, you've purchased lists, you've got email addresses, you've got the event brights, you've got the meetup, you've got the Facebook uh, events going on, all of this stuff, pushing people in there. You put a, a lot of effort into this, Jake, and this is only one of the numerous things that you're doing, I know. Um, but it sounds like, you know, approximately 5 million bucks raised uh, doing this for, especially the, the kind of uh, single family home type deals, smaller property type deals that, that you guys are doing. I know you're getting into multifamily as well, but yeah, that's huge. That's, that's absolutely huge. And it snowballs from there. So you guys, we're going to open up for Q and a for a few minutes. If you have any questions, feel free to either type them in the chat box or put up your virtual hand and we will unmute you and you can ask um, ask Jake any questions that have come up for you. Got some good ones. Let me see what's over. And you guys on uh, watching this live on Facebook, go ahead, type your questions. I'm checking those out in there. So Lisa Maria is saying, uh, do you ever worry about the line between providing financial advice when you're not a financial advisor? How do you navigate this? So we talked about that education not direct direct solicitation right and and, and disclaimers and disclaimer cover your ass right uh, <laughs> see why yeah. i cover your assets <laughs> having that disclaimer in there all the time that is huge okay um john good point john's uh my buddy john he's raised millions and millions of dollars he has a good point here he says big or small each person matters whether yep. they're first or second on the deal very very well said good Irina, welcome. Good to see you as well. Uh, Lisa Marie, how often are you doing these events? So again, approximately monthly. Do you have it kind of dialed in? So nowadays you're doing them like the third Thursday of every month, come hell or high water. Or what do you guys do? Yeah, so I'm, I'm involved in a lot more organizations now and other communities as like chapter leaders or board members. So um, my, my uh, time is split up different times of the month. So I'm only doing them once a month but i'm also doing them in those organizations as well so cool. um i'm a, a guest speaker or i'll bring like an ira custodian owner a company in to guest speak at one of those and kind of be the felicitator of that and be like the expert um and then also i'm a i'm a co-host well no I, I am the chapter leader and host for uh multifamily masters of philadelphia so now i'm building an audience of higher level investors that have more funds and whatnot, providing value there, getting speakers in uh, and doing some of that as well. So it's, it's mixing and matching everything. And just it, at the end of the day, it's about building the database. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So if you don't mind sharing all of this effort, all of this work that you put in over the years, what does your, your investor prospect database look like these days, Jake? Um, it's a, uh, it's, I think it's like 9,000 people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty big up there. Um, you know, but again, 
I would probably, you know, I have multiple CRM. So, you know, there's that dream 300 that you talked about, mm -hmm. right. That you, you, you focus on all the time. And then there's that, the big list where you, you just drip some stuff there. They're not so active, but right. maybe it'll catch. Um, so, you know, anywhere between 300 to, you know, 2000 are people I'm like really dialed in on. The other ones are just like slow drips. If they come and they bite, that's fine. Makes sense. Awesome. Geez, you guys are shy. What do you got? What's any questions coming in? We're going to wrap things up here pretty quick. Uh, where's so Rena's asking, where's your main focus in investments, multifamily, commercial apartment buildings, USA or Canada as well? So yeah, Jake is, is in the States. He's focused on the States. That's for sure. We got a lot of Canadians here, but you guys, all of this stuff applies. We just have to change the language a little bit. So IRAs are the same ideas. RRSPs, yes, we can create self-directed RRSPs for our prospective investors. It all applies here. The only thing that I see it being a bit of a difference is Jake's got folks in the States have access to some databases that we probably don't have access to here. Now that said, I just did do a quick little Google search and yeah, we can find professionals, contact information for professionals in Canada. So doctors, lawyers, et cetera. That's public information. So yeah, you can buy those kind of lists here as well. Good questions. Um, Kyle Hunt asked if it's advisable to invest through a corporation. Um, I only invest through a corporation. Well, not, not a corporation. I invest out of a LLC. Um, I have multiple LLCs holding companies. Uh, and if I'm doing fix and flips, I'm investing out of one specific LLC. For my holding company, that's an LLC and S Corp election. I only do uh, rentals out of there because we don't want to be mixing uh, capital gains income with passive income. It, mm. it makes accountants very mad. And, it, you know, you want to have like an S Corp election over here so you can get paid on a salary if it's similar to I don't know what it's like in Canada, um, but you want to you want to keep those two things separate. Good advice. Awesome, you guys. Well, hey, Jake. Thank you so much, my friend. This is awesome. I really, really appreciate it. And you guys, let's give Jake a big virtual round of applause because he put a lot of time into preparing this. Not only has he put the time into, you know, perfecting this, but just the the generosity for him to share his strategy with the rest of us. You know, this has helped him. He can directly attribute five million of the bucks that he's raised over the last number of years to this particular tactic. So I highly recommend you give it a shot. You got nothing to lose, lots to gain and go out and do that first event. I love the fact that Jake's doing his at his local library. I don't, it's talk about bootstrapping. I think that's a free venue if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Jake? Uh, so it actually does cost money. It costs $75. Um, but you're able to, you know, have a closed room at, at least in my local library. It's a closed room. They give you a projector, projection screen, tables and everything like that. Um, and countertops if you want to supply like food and drinks and stuff. So it, it's definitely worth it. And again, it's a tax write-off. So why not? Exactly. Hey, just out of detail, because we, we've done stuff like this. I've done stuff like this in the past. I've got some clients who've done this kind of stuff. What are your thoughts on like food and drink at these kind of things, kind of enticing people to come? with the promise of wine and cheese or anything like that. What, what do you guys do? So uh, 
I've been dabbling into that. Um, I've been thinking about doing a, a lunch event for like professionals. So, Hey, you know, where I, where I do my event, it's, it's a busy happening place. So there's a lot of offices in that area. So people do tend to go out for lunch. So I was thinking, Hey, um, provide food, you know, a free lunch, it's called a lunch and learn. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've, we've done that with great success. Yeah, yeah, I highly recommend the the lunch and learn. The avoid the booze, right? The right. wine and yeah, cheese, yeah, yeah. No. not so great. But the trick with the lunch and learn, Jake, is you got to be really, really tight. So you have to, you know, you kind of have to start at around twelve fifteen, probably, to give people enough time to get there, and then you have to kind of wrap it up by about ten to one. Yeah. It, give people a chance to get back in time. So it has to be a pretty tight presentation. And, and that's why I, I haven't jumped on that yet because one, people are going to come just because it's free food, right? Uh, everybody likes a free meal. Um, yeah, but, don't make it too nice. There, there's, there's one. Yeah, of the I mean, it's just, it's just hoagies pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, <and> Subway. <laughs> yeah. Subway, hoagies, whatever, cheesesteaks. Uh, but also, I mean, me, when I eat, I, I eat <laughs> I eat and it's like an art. Like I'm just all into eating. (laughs) So I don't, I don't focus on anything else. Um, So I, you know, maybe I I feel like people won't get the full experience when eating, but it's definitely another avenue to pursue. Yeah. I would highly recommend you give it a try. It's, it's worked really, really well for other folks that we've worked with the whole lunch and learn idea. And actually, you know, you don't have to be too tight around the time schedule if you're focusing on entrepreneurs and self-employed people, because they have more flexibility of time, right? right? So you actually can, you know, you can do a full, full hour presentation if you're you're attracting the right people. Right. Uh, And you can call it a lunch and learn. You can call it a a working lunch or a business lunch. Okay. All of those work really well. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, my friend, thank you so much. Really appreciate this. And everybody, that's either on zoom with us or watching this via the Facebook live. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun and we'll keep doing these from time to time. This episode is brought to you by moneypartnerformula.com. Our money partner formula service allows you to raise all the private capital you need to do all the deals you want while we handle the hard stuff. We offer reliable and affordable done for you marketing services that get you investor meetings booked without all the work. So go ahead and check out the website right now and then feel free to schedule a call with me and let's take your portfolio to the next level. Again, that's moneypartnerformula.com. Watch investor meetings pop up in your calendar. We handle the rest.